This is America Matters Media at 93.7 FM, KPGF Sun Valley, your community radio station. America Matters Media Production. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the station or its advertisers, although we think they should. But that's the opinion of America Matters Media. I'm here with my co-host, Leland Fagri, world-renowned Leland Fagri. And, of course, we have Brian working on the board, as always, for your listening pleasure. Hey, Brian. <laughs> so, obviously, the biggest news that we could cover is what happened yesterday in the United States Congress. Did something happened yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> An historical event. The very first time. Yep. Being to go into a prescriptive uh, mode, which mm. means um, you you do not even have to have elections anymore no. because you can already uh, predict. Yeah. <laughs> well, before they put that uh, chip in my brain, I would like to say that uh, Matt Gates did a good job. But it save you some time to get down to the voting booth, you know, if you just chip it from your head, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Think of all the time you'd save. Yeah. <laughs> These Orwellians would probably try to sell it that way. Yeah, I know. You know? It's convenient. Yeah, it's convenient. <laughs> Don't you know, because worry democ- about the central bank uh, d- uh, digital money. It's very convenient. Yeah, it's convenient. Yep, simple. <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> so, Matt Gates called Speaker McCarthy a liar filed the motion to vacate, and the Democrats went along with it. They could have voted present, you know. Not only that, but apparently Pelosi didn't help either. Oh, yeah. Because he... It's a travesty of a mockery of a sham of a mockery of a travesty of two mockeries of a sham. (laughs) (laughs) Two mockeries of a sham? Because uh, he even said in his statement uh, yesterday evening at 4.30 Pacific that uh, Nancy Pelosi had pledged to help him once he became the speaker oh you know and she was nowhere to be found yesterday no so. it's a travesty of a mockery of a sham of a mockery of a travesty of two mockeries of a sham <laughs> yeah pretty well said yeah <laughs> so uh you know they ousted uh speaker mccarthy 
some Republicans were kind of upset, some good Republicans, even like uh, Representative Massey, but that happened. And now, now there's a chance we could get either Jim Jordan or Jim Scalise. As they speaker. both announced this morning that they will be yes. available. Yep. Well, if we get somebody like that, I mean, I think we're in good hands with Goodyear. Yeah, it can't go the other direction. And I think McCarthy knew that. They, right. He knew his time was up. He was only there conditionally anyway. Uh -huh. You know, he was there on condition that he play by the rules. We wanted You know, rule. democracies <laughs> are not defined by our bad days. So uh, when that has so obviously fallen apart over the last few weeks, none of these continuing resolutions, all this omnibus nonsense. I mean, for, it's been 20 years since they passed a budget. Exactly. <laughs> An appropriated budget. That's why we can never have a constitutional direct tax in this country because they would have to actually have a budget yeah. to, to <laughs> find out how true. much they should it's direct tax. It's a travesty tax. of a mockery of a sham of a mockery of a travesty of two mockeries of a sham. <laughs> two mockeries of sham. And so you, you see when, when Fox, uh, I, I think it was uh, Kilmeade this morning, he went after one of the eight on his program. I didn't see the segment. But the point is that uh, this order uh, that we need to get back to is uh, a conflict for the the lobbyists. The lobbyists don't want this. No, they don't. They want those omnibus packages. They exactly. can shove anything in there. Nobody has a chance to read it. Watch me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's over. Yeah. Watch me. It, it's not coming back. It, and so the, this is a very, very good development in the trends of liberty that we talk about here on the show. Yes. It, yeah, that's why I contacted our representative, Representative Amoday. Mm -hmm. I doubt if he went along with what I asked, but I said, stand with Gates. You so know, his district comes all the way up here into Washoe? Yeah. His, his, Amoday's district comes all the way up here into Washoe? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah it's all of, basically all of northern Nevada. Except I got some Bud Lights for us. <laughs> <laughs> I think it even includes part of North Vegas. The, really? the black section, because I, I when I ran for Congress, I campaigned down there. I never looked at the actual uh, district, um, and I'm going to have to do that because I was really surprised <laughs> to hear that. I thought it was just Douglas. I thought he was no. just my congressman. <laughs> no, but you I know, mean I don't mean just Douglas, but I mean yeah. the, the the upper half of the state. But if it right. goes all the way down to Vegas, then obviously I don't know what that is. I'm going to have to take a look at that. Yeah, all the other reps are down in the Clark County area. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, that's yeah. where the population is. Yeah. Well, I'm sick and tired of smart guys. <laughs> <laughs> but really, it was all about Ukraine. You know, the rest. Exactly. You know, and um, you can't touch Ukraine without uh, upsetting the elites. So. Mm -hmm. So it was uh, not clear uh, so much in some of the budget wrangling last week, but it's very clear now that that's what it was all about. Yeah, the whole thing was that they, one of the main things was they suspected that McCarthy was going to form a deal with Biden to fund Ukraine after this brouhaha got over. Right. Yeah. And you know he would have. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he arranged some sort of a secret funding arrangement yeah. for after the vote. So the, the money was going to go to you. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that word right there. <laughs> so uh, ending aid to Ukraine, stopping government omnibus. Uh, I, what's, uh, 
Where's the problem? <laughs> and you know the the righteous left is is jealous, you know, because they wanted the squad to do this back in what was it, twenty two thousand twenty? Yeah, I I think we scooped them. Is what we did here. Yeah. Yep. And uh, you know, he he McCarthy thought he could get a deal out of the Democrats. We know this now. Right. He was talking to them, and that's why. If Kevin McCarthy looks at himself in the mirror this morning, he's no longer speaker. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Can't shave with the same amount of dignity. <laughs> in the mirror. Yeah. And then, of course, so from the sublime to the ridiculous, when we get back, we'll talk about Jamal Bowman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Listen to the whole show. A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast button. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back to Talk to Power and uh, TT2P. Yep, TT2P. You know, we had a, uh, an ins- a minor insurrection. We did? In the Congress. <laughs> Another one? <laughs> And Jamal Bowman, who as a former high school principal... That's all you need to know about him yeah, right there. should have known what a fire <laughs> extinguisher looks like. <laughs> Not having fire drills, but, you know, I'm sure every month there. But he just wanted to get to the vote. Yeah, he was just... He was lost. Absolutely. He, he was just one, is enough. thought he'd miss the vote, you know, just concerned. Yeah. Then Marley, Marjorie Taylor Greene went out on the front of the capitol and said he was an insurrectionist and, yeah i love yeah. her there's nothing the matter with that way to go a-hole yeah <laughs> it's like it's just about the photo op basically imagine if ted cruz or Rand paul pulled that lever yeah what, right what a stinker would be yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's such a phony man he ran as a as a one of the squad as a peace candidate and yes he immediately you know, started pushing Zionism and, and war, uh, the war in Ukraine. So he's another lefty phony. Well, Shut up. All you need to know about him is that he was a high school principal. <laughs> 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 that disqualifies him just straight away. Oop, and there's the announcement. Here comes the Fed emergency broadcast system. Let's see if I can get this off my phone here. Live radio. Yeah, looks like it's gone now. Hopefully it's gone. Is that it? I think we're that changing could be people's it. lives. Okay, I guess that's it. <laughs> I thought it was going to be worse or yeah, longer. Yeah, anyway. they're going to be. You know, I, I get them uh, sometimes. You know, they go through a long spiel about a thunderstorm coming or something. You know, right? Well, anyway. So then uh, we had uh, Donald appeared in trial on uh, Letitia James uh, fraud Tish. trial. Tish. Tish, Tish James, yes. <laughs> we should start calling her the Red Queen. Yeah. First the verdict, then the trial. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, the thing is, you know, she was sitting there in the in the first row because she's not the trial lawyer. 
but it's her case basically. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. she was sitting there in the courtroom trying to stare ahead at the judge, you know, and the judge was mimicking and smiling to the camera. And... Isn't he a caricature of himself? Yeah. But she was trying to look all dignified, but then the camera caught her like out of the corner of her eye. She's, she's looking at Trump, you know, and she's, you know, she's giving him that evil side eye. Is that what that was? The evil side eye? Yeah. <laughs> like, I got you now. Uh -huh. <laughs> but maybe not because um, Trump came out and blasted the judge. But then at the end of the day, he came out and said, I think, you know, he recognizes that the appeals court in New York even last June declared that 80% of these questions were statute null and void because of the statute of limitations. Yeah. Get him out of here. Oops. So. I wonder if she thought of that. <laughs> I get the feeling these, some of these uh, left-wing, incorrigibly left-wing people are just stupid people. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You Politicians must be stupid. They're not smart. No. no, you must be stupid. What in the wide, wide world of Eligible. sports is going on here? <laughs> it's very rare you get a, an intelligent, you know. Yeah, they just don't go together. No. Yeah. No, they're 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 good at um, raising money and talking to people. They have that. You like McCarthy? Yeah. Yeah, I like McCarthy. Because <laughs> that's why they were all favoring McCarthy yesterday. Because oh, yeah. he's a fundraiser. You know, he get, he's very popular. That's, that's right. He can raise a lot of money. So, brings... so could Nancy Pelosi. Yep, for the same reason. That yeah. was her big uh, claim to fame, where the squad refused to uh, challenge her. So some of these members of Congress, they rely on that uh, attraction right. to drink, bring money into their campaigns, and mm. they're concerned about whether <laughs> that's not going to be there anymore <laughs> or just how well that someone nope. like Scalise would be able to draw. You know, right. Nope. So <laughs> it's all about the money. Yep. It's all about the Benjamins. It is. So we had the uh, the black Trump. Yeah. Mayor Mayor Adams of New York uh -huh. complaining about all the mass migrations. Now we had the gay Trump or these trans activists. Anti-gunner Governor Pritzker of Illinois again begging Biden to do something about the immigrants in Chicago. Oh, man. It, the, the contradictions and the cracks in, their, in the facade of the left is really starting to happen. I hope it continues through Election Day. And now Adams is on his way to Mexico. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he's going to talk to... Uh... I didn't realize he was part of the State Department. No. <laughs> <laughs> The men and women of the FBI and the Justice uh -huh. Department are dedicated, patriotic public servants. Huh. Yeah, sure. Could have fooled okay. me. Now, we have a little bit of uh, judicial shenanigans going on in the Ninth Circuit. Say it isn't so. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Judge Benitez of San Diego, he's been... Uh, a great supporter of the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. So he issued a stay on the large capacity magazine case that's before uh, the, the courts right. now. Right. And uh, that got they, the attention of California, didn't it? Right. <laughs> so they went up to the appeals court and they got a 
three-judge bank, two of the judges were pro-Second Amendment. Judge Lee and another one, Judge Van something, I forget, I can't think of it. But they were pro-Second Amendment, and they sent it back to Judge Benitez. So Judge Benitez again ruled uh, that the ban is uh, null, null and void. It stayed. And so then it was supposed to go back to the Ninth Circuit on appeal. He gave them 10 days to appeal. Now, normally it would go to a three-judge emergency appeal panel, but they had two of the three judges on that panel were pro-Second Amendment. There's... The Ninth Circuit is the biggest circuit in America. It's got over 30 judges. So, Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? <laughs> yeah, well, at least half of them are conservative and half of them are ultra-liberal. So what happened is the uh, they call it an en banc hearing. If the three-judge panel gets appealed, it goes to an en banc hearing. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they're trying to fix that. They're trying to stall. They on. The 11 judges jumped in and took it away from this uh, friendly three-judge uh, emergency motion panel and uh, basically pulled the power play. So a lot of people are watching to see what will come out of there. But meanwhile, a district <laughs> judge in Texas has just struck down the uh, the brace rule, the you know, the short rifle, the pistol brace rule. So we'll have see where that goes. Disappointed! Now, how did Newsom handle that? news well newsom just blasted benitez but i don't know if he had anything to do with uh the ninth circuit shenanigans called him a murderer yeah he called him said he had blood <laughs> on his hands and all this stuff he wrote a very good opinion i think we talked about it at some length we did here. yeah several months ago we talked yes about and you know he's got at least five other second amendment cases on his docket they he's, all seem to be going. He's the guy them. to go to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, now we also had uh, Nazi Gate, you know, and we, I think we talked about it briefly. We but, mentioned it, yes. Mm -hmm. But uh, Trudeau, uh, President or Premier Trudeau, blamed the fallout for the standing ovation for 98-year-old Nazi. He blamed it on Russian propaganda. <laughs> this guy. How did he get Would you that? have expected anything else from the uh, illegitimate son of Fidel Castro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his Oops, was command. I supposed to mention that? Can I say that? Yeah. Okay. Russia, Russia, <laughs> Russia. And, you know, political. Russia, Russia, Russia. The left wing, or basically left wing. Oh, said, yeah. He said Russia, that they Russia, chimed Russia. in and said, not all Waffen-SS were bad people. That's right. That was Russia, article, Russia, yeah. Russia. <laughs> Not all Nazis are bad, as it turns out. Yeah. Well, Ye said we have to love Hitler, so maybe he's right. <laughs> <laughs> the Eisengruppen. That's what the SS, one of the things the SS was supposedly involved in, which were uh, people, uh, Nazi troops behind the front that uh, murdered, uh, you know, Jews, gypsies, Slavs, all, all the rest of them. But... Uh, we got the types. Yep. Yeah. But the idea of arresting and trying 98-year-old secretaries, oh, come on, give me a break. I mean, <laughs> How much damage is he going to do at 98 years of age? <laughs> <laughs> Ukraine has, uh, you know, brought in a lot of Nazis. So did we in America. Do you ever hear of Operation Paperclip? 
I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that was when and, we brought in Verna von Braun. Yeah. And yeah. all the other Nazi scientists and, and engineers. And, and they're so described as Nazis. But I mean, we were also very comfortable with the left wing authoritarians as yeah. well. So yeah. I mean, there's nothing new about that. Yeah. So there's a lot of Ukrainian, <clears throat> the Ukrainians in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Good you luck know, with that, you know. You know John Kelly, the former White House Chief of Staff to Donald Trump? He's writing a new book. He says Trump said mean things behind closed doors. <laughs>
That's the median age now. So that's uh, that's not good either. Yeah. And Russia has uh, opened up. Uh, I don't know when they did it. They might might have been open for a while, but it's been reported now that they opened up a surrender channel on the radio. Oh, really? And Volga <laughs> two forty, where they're constantly broadcasting to Ukrainian soldiers that we will give you food, we will give you medical attention. Oh hell oh, no! If you survive. Yes, I did hear that. Yeah. You say there, you mean Russia? Russia. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think they've. Uh, I think they say that ten, at least ten thousand troops have surrendered during this uh, summer, spring, winter. Russia, thunder. Russia, Russia. <laughs> yeah. Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> so what the Ukrainian tactics are now is basically they've abandoned their use of tanks and and armored personnel carriers for the most part, and they're using what they call mosquito tactics which is pretty much just running across the minefields to attack the Russian trench lines. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah, yeah it's all World War One all over yep. again. Yep. Trench, yep. trench warfare. Okay, so I guess we maybe talked a little bit more about the war last week. <laughs> you know Biden's dog, Commander? Biden's dog, Commander, that German shepherd. Yeah, he bit somebody else? He, he was caught on film biting a White House staffer. <laughs> <laughs> he just bites anybody that's around him. <laughs> he hates it there. And who can blame him? All right, move on. Nothing to see here. Please disperse. Nothing to see here. Please. <laughs> the, uh, apparently, they've cleaned out Pelosi's... Uh, Hideout office. Yeah, she refused Hakeem, to leave her office. I yeah, think. apparently she she had an office there, and apparently Hakeem uh, staffers cleaned out uh, Pelosi's office, hauled away her belongings. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I don't think that went over well with her. You know, she's running again at eighty-two years. Yeah, old. I know. And you know, Diane Feinstein finally passed away. Uh, we think that's how we we know the proper age yeah to be <laughs> denied access to public office and you know i i was thinking of playing uh ding dong the witch is dead when yeah. you know because yeah. yeah. she passed away because she's got the blood of hundreds oh, yeah. of thousands of people on oh, her yeah. hands and she was a trilateralist yeah I mean, that's how high up she was in, in the stature of the elites. She also wrote the assault weapon weapon yep, ban. That's right. Yeah, everything else. But so I didn't uh, have uh, Brian play "Ding Dong the Witch is Dead," but uh, at any rate, because uh, it was sad, they really exploited her. They did for the last few months of her life. Absolutely. Instead, but she all. But I think also uh, she was determined to stay. She wanted to die in her seat. I think. Don't yeah. Think? Let the joyous news be spread. The wicked old I guess Brian, Brian doesn't have the same no, tender feeling. No, he I does have. not share the same. <laughs> <laughs> a Brian to the rescue. <laughs> Then uh, the Institute for the Study of War, you know, uh -huh. Jack Keane, he's sure. always showing up on Fox. Sure, I do. Pushing for more. Former CFR member. Yes. 
they put out a tweet that was got to be one of the strangest, weirdest tweets ever. They, the tweet read, Putin may have ordered the Russian military command to hold all Russia's initial defensive positions to create the illusion that Ukrainian counteroffensives have not achieved any tactical or operational effects Boy, talk about despite a, Western support. Talk about propaganda. What a stretch. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. You can't believe your own eyes. Yeah, so hold those trenches so we can create the illusion that... <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's as bad as Trudeau blaming Russian propaganda for Nazi gate. Yeah. It's right up there. Yeah. You know, the Institute for the Study of War was founded by Kimberly Kagan, who happens to be Jewish, Mm -hmm. the sister of Robert Kagan, the renowned uh, neocon, and so the sister-in-law of Victoria Nuland. Yeah, right. Sometimes, you know, sometimes I think Washington, D.C. is just one big Jewish circle jerk. (laughs) <laughs> well, that would be that would be one way to describe it. I think it is sort of anti-Semitic trope to suggest when yeah. Jewish people express uh, a degree of outrage over anti-Semitism, that somehow that's a shakedown because Jews are greedy. No, we would never think no, that Jews are greedy. No, not, not in a million years. Shame on him for even <laughs> suggesting that. <laughs> you know, and we're going to talk, we're going to have a Jews in the news, I think, for the last segment. Are we- Shut up and take my money. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but the, uh, the whole idea that, you know, that Zelensky is Jewish, so he can't like the Nazis, but he does like the Nazis. And then you have. It's a lot of Jews. Yes. <laughs> a lot. So which is it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Then we had uh, Sean Penn. He was in the news. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was almost crying, and he wants because somebody he knew volunteered to go to Ukraine and got killed. And <laughs> he gave this interview. Our and, studio audience thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. <laughs> but he was heartbroken, and he said that uh, he might melt down his Oscars. And change them into bullets. Well, you know, he's an activist. Yeah. That's what activists do. (laughs) His father was Leo Penn, a a director and actor who happens to be Jewish. Mm -hmm. uh, So he has this bond with Zelensky. So I guess that's why. But uh, he was trying to remind us of The Patriot, the movie with Mel Gibson. Yeah, he brought that up. Yeah. Where was that interview? Was it on, was was it Hannity? I can't. Think no, I don't think it was Hannity. Because he has interviewed him in the past. Yeah, he did. In a very emotional interview. Yeah, it was, yeah. He said we shouldn't be afraid of nuclear war if it means supporting Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you prob- know, it's the breadbasket of Europe. He probably is one of those Hollywood elites that Way has, to go, A-hole! has an underground, you know, nuclear bomb shelter somewhere yeah. in the Rockies. Mm-hmm. He thinks he'll survive. And then, of course, you know, we must have a lot of, when we put everybody in the bomb shelters, we must be sure it's stocked with very nubile, voluptuous women. Seagull. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that goes with it, too? That was from uh, uh, 
I can't Will think it come of. to you? You know who else uh, is going to have to vacate his hideaway office? Acting Speaker Patrick McHenry has ordered former Majority Leader Denny Hoyer vacate his office. with Mossad. He definitely linked the CIA with Mossad. And uh, he uh, also was very, he's known for his um, anti-communist purges of the, F, of the CIA and the F, 
uh, during his tenure. He, uh, that was also the McCarthy era. And a, a lot of people probably were communists. Of course. Yeah. Of course they were, yeah. yeah. They're still there. Right. <laughs> you but, can't handle the truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the theory of the case is that the uh, the Israeli government that he makes, Laurent makes, is that they assassinated Kennedy for a variety of reasons, or they ordered the assassination, set it in motion. And uh, a lot of it was about of Kennedy's deadlock with the Israeli president, David Ben-Gurion, who, remember, had been the head what? of uh, and allied with the Israeli terrorist organizations in the 30s and 40s. You will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> so Kennedy, they were calling Demona, that, which turned out to be the nuclear plant, uh, a textile plant or a metallurgical research facility. Mm -hmm. And Kennedy was on the case, and he was uh, trying to keep the Middle East nuclear free, and he pressed Ben-Gurion to be open and transparent, That, but Ben-Gurion would not be, and now we know that they did, in fact, get the bomb. He's, they've got 300 of them now. Yeah. <laughs> he also, JFK also tried to get the largest Jewish-Israeli-American pack at the time, the American Zionist Council, registered under the uh, Foreign Agent Registry Act. He also supported Gabul Abdul Nasser and his Pan-Arabist movement. So did Ben-Gurion order Kennedy killed over the Demona and these other things? Well, we know that President Johnson never once mentioned Demona. In fact, it was written about him that he saw no Demona, heard no Demona, and spoke no Demona. <laughs> Jewish-Israeli pacts still don't register under Farah. The main point of the Holocaust industry was to claim Jewish suffering in the history of humanity was unique and therefore a unique moral and legal standard should be applied to Israel. Yeah, that's true. That's Norman Finkelstein. The... Uh... So the PACs are still not registered. <clears throat> and Lyndon Johnson gave the go-ahead for Israel <clears throat> to attack Nasser in 1967, which led to the downfall of the, uh, the Pan-Arab League. So what, uh, what the article does is show examples of Jewish headlines in Israel. Now, Haaretz... H-A-A-R-E-T-Z, if you're not familiar, it's one of the major newspapers in Israel, generally considered liberal by Israeli standards. So, for example, January 7, 2021, Haratz headline, How Israel Built Nuclear Program Right Under the Americans' Noses. Mm -hmm. That's our biggest ally in the Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> January 13, 2012, in the Atlanta Jewish Times, and Andrew Adler writes, what would you do if the uh, U.S. president was an unfriendly president? Would you, Get him out of here! Would you give the order to Mossad to take him out and replace him with a friendly vice president? Probably. Who was friendly? 
Well, the vice president was Lyndon Baines Johnson. Haaretz, May 9, 2018. <clears throat> Israel has no better friend, in quotes. Historians generally regard Johnson, LBJ, as the president most uniformly friendly to Israel. And I think we've mentioned this, an article by Five Towns Jewish Times reprinted in the Arizona Jewish Life uh, magazine, October 12, 2018. Our first Jewish president, Lyndon Johnson. Oh, hell no. <laughs> points out, oh, LBJ firmly pointed U.S. policy in a pro-Israel direction and that both of Lyndon Johnson's grandparents on the maternal side were Jewish. His line traces back three generations. There is little doubt he was, in fact, Jewish, even though he was officially a Presbyterian. Jack Ruby, the forward, September 17, 2013, another Israeli uh, newspaper. Jack Ruby came from a strong Jewish background. And the author, Stephen North, also wrote that Ruby killed Oswald to show that the Jews had guts. You uncircumcised Philistine. Ruby's rabbi was the well-known Hillel Silverman, uh, who died at 99. Lee Harvey Oswald, The Times of Israel, June 22, 2015. Lee Harvey Oswald, almost an Israeli. <laughs> if Lee Harvey Oswald, who got framed for the, assass got framed framed. For the assassination yeah. of President Kennedy, had been a bit more patient, he might be alive and well in Israel today. You could make that case, yeah, I suppose. Might yeah. have been. Yeah. So Oswald was almost an Israeli, Ruby was strongly Jewish, and LBJ was Israel's best friend. And then there are a couple other incidentals here, if we have time. Abraham Zapruder, whose camera never flinched when JFK's brains were shot out, <laughs> yep. was Jewish, and his film was called A Piece of Jewish History. And then there's the mysterious umbrella man, Louis Stephen Witt, who was Jewish. Who raised the, his umbrella just as the motorcade entered Dealey Plaza? The Times of Israel. Now, here's something we don't know. August 2nd, 2022, just a year ago, new JFK documents reveal assassin Lee Harvey Oswald's CIA monitor was Jewish by Reuben Efron. Oh, okay. Now, Efren's boss was the aforementioned James Angleton, who had an infatuation with Mossad, as documented in Jefferson Morley's 2017 biography, The Ghost, and he had a major role in coordinating CIA and Mossad. Enough is enough. <laughs> what is unique about Johnson's pro-Israel policy is that it was not a return to a pre-Kennedy, Eisenhower, or Truman policy. But something new altogether. It was a radical break from all previous administrations. Eisenhower had an absolutely resolute negative reaction to Israel's invasion of the Sinai in 1956. But 10 years later, President Johnson greenlighted Israel's attack on Egypt and expansion, the 1967 war. And he also, don't forget, covered up Israel's false flag attack on the USS Liberty yeah. designed to draw America into the war. Yeah, that was insidious. Insidious. 
So there's a lot of uh, Jewish footprints around the assassination. And RFK Jr. is getting a lot of flack for his stand on Israel, which is like 20 years in the past, according to most uh, critical observers. So either he's aware of the situation and he's trying to avoid getting knocked off by Israel again, or he's got a psychological reaction that won't let him admit. And I guess now we know why the administration and the previous one and the one before that will not reveal the contents of the Warren Commission. That's right.